Hey everybody, I'm Sean Rosensteel, author of The School of Intentional Living and host of Authorized, where authors go live to reveal their insights, stories, and best lessons from their most recent works. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy this week's episode. All right. Hey there, everybody. Thanks for joining us here today on the show. I'm so excited to have with me today Betty Ogale Rubanga, author of Against All Odds. Betty, thanks so much for being with us here today. Thanks, Sean, for having me. You bet. You bet. Now, Betty, I hope I'm not spoiling anything here, but at the end of your book, you left us cliffhanging and there was a little bit of an accident and you experienced a little speech loss. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, that is why I normally say that uh, I am an inspirational speaker who speaks majestically. Not by choice, by, uh, but by circumstances beyond my control. Just like uh, COVID-19 happened to us without <laughs> uh, warning us um, that it was coming. That's right. That's right. Okay. Thanks for that. So I have read quite a few memoirs in my lifetime, and I must say that this one was incredibly compelling, incredibly impactful. I learned so much about your life, your upbringing, your story. Uh, it's a miracle you're here <laughs> with us today, frankly. So could you tell us a little bit about how the book came to be? Sean, that book um, is uh, a result of discovering my purpose and a calling in life. When I was growing up, I had no idea that uh, I would end up being an author of the book Against All Odds. But uh, along the way, um, the, uh, the journey of life, um, the, the, the challenges I faced throughout my uh, childhood and uh, uh, the fact that I overcame all of them and I am still here. I thought um, that book, that story of mine would encourage someone to, to not give up. So it is part of my purpose uh, to, to inspire hope and help uh, build resilience and uh, transform lives. That is why I, I, I shared my story in that book. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And you shared with us so much. I mean, there was just so much incredible detail and you were so courageous to, I think, you know, share so much and be so vulnerable in the writing. And one of the things about your upbringing that I found interesting was, you know, you fought poverty, right? I mean, you were, you have, I believe, overcome poverty. And one of the powerful quotes that I came away with was when you said, poverty is 
a bad thing. I never applied to be poor. So can you tell us, expand on that a little bit? Like, what does that mean? I, I never applied to be poor, right? <laughs> I remember when um, that thought came to me, it was uh, at school. I was being accused um, for not doing uh, something. It was a wrong accusation. And uh, I thought that uh, I was being accused because I, I was a poor girl. I was um, looked at as a burden to society. And, um, and I remember crying and uh, I, I wrote uh, this in my book, my small book um, at school. I cried and <laughs> I, I, I wrote this quote. It is original quote from my mind um, that poverty is bad. Going through this because of poverty, and uh, yes, I, 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 I never applied to, to be poor, I just found myself um, uh, being born to a poor family, losing my dad, and uh, my mom was uh, uh, a peasant. Uh, uneducated uh, uh, woman struggling. So it, it was something that crossed my mind at school. I remember that day, I remember vividly where I was seated and uh, yes. Hmm. Yeah, and so it, it, it seems to me like education was your answer you know, education was your solution. That was the way out of poverty. So can you share with us a little bit about your educational journey? Because I know in the book, you mentioned that I think it was you were the first female in your clan to get an education. So tell us a little bit about what education meant to you, why it was a solution to getting out of poverty. And I don't know what that means, first female in your clan. <laughs> so if you could tell us a little bit about that too, uh, that would be fascinating. Um, you know, um, in Africa, uh, with being an orphan and from a, a poor family, uh, the, 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 the only equalizer for me to, to make it in, in life was education. And uh, education was my everything. My, was my father, was my mother, was my uncle, became my everything because um, I had no one. I was all alone and uh, I knew, I had seen uh, people, officials coming to school emphasizing that education is the way out of poverty. So that uh, meant a lot 
to me. And uh, I, I found myself um, having uh, 3Ds. Uh, when I was evaluating my journey, uh, I, I, I zeroed down to 3Ds. I had a dream of attaining an education against all odds. I made a decision that I would do, um, attain my dream against all odds. Then I was determined to achieve my dream against all odds. That dream, that decision um, fueled my, determ uh, my determination. So um, I, 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 I have a lot to say about my education. First of all, my uncle is the hero who, um, much as he abandoned me uh, along the way, but he showed me the path to education and I, I did everything I could to attain an education. Hmm. I, 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 I smuggled for education <laughs> at the age of uh, for teenage. Was it, I, was I, it Mawa? Is that how you pronounce? Is it Mawa? Yes, local potent gym. I was yeah. looking for school fees. Um, uh, after my uncle had abandoned me in uh, in uh, a, 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 risk, a risky area, left alone about, about 14. I, I don't even know my age, <laughs> Sean, when I tell, uh, tell people this, um, I chose my birthday wow. because wow. no one knows when I was born. Wow. So I could have been 13, 14. I estimate my age. I could be younger or older hmm. according to my age. So at the age of uh, 14, I was left alone, abandoned by my uncle who, be, who lost hope in the area um, uh, we were in. Um, Karamoja is the poorest uh, part of uh, Uganda then. It is still now, but uh, it is uh getting better compared to when i was there growing up as a destitute orphan girl um smuggling for uh, for education I, I i cried for my education i i brewed local potent gene for my education i picked cotton for my education, I I I I dug 
uh, rubbish pits for my education. I cooked for my education. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And what a, to me, that's such an empowering mindset to have. Cause you said that, you know, I did all these things for my future, for my education and certainly yes. work ethic is for me, as I read your memoir, work ethic is at the foundation of a lot of this. I mean, you have an amazing work ethic, right? And there was a part, there was a part in the book where you were talking about I'm serving tea. I will be the best tea server that this country's ever seen or something like that. Right. Um, so you yes. took so much pride in that and you said, I'll be the best one ever. And then that led yes. to other things, didn't it? You talked about yes. the pursuit of happiness, right? And that movie yes. and how you watch that. And oh my gosh, that reminds me of myself, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, to me, I tell my colleagues and friends, to me, work is not a punishment it is a way of life. I started working at the age of uh, seven, probably six uh, years. And, and uh, I, I was working for free. Now I am working for money. Why would we the entire be the best at everything I do? So yes, um, after graduating, um, you know, it is difficult to get a, a job. Uh, it is no guarantee that uh, immediately after graduating, you will get uh, a job um, waiting for you. No, um, you have to, 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 to work hard to find yourself a job. So here came an opportunity for, um, uh, of, uh, uh, my job title was not Tigal. It was graduate uh, fellow, graduate research fellow. But what I was doing was not related anyway, <laughs> the title. Anyway, because of a positive mental attitude, I determined that I would do, be the best Tigal. And uh, true to um, um, it, I was, I was, um, uh, my boss, my boss uh, uh, missed me felt bad when I left. Right, right. Sure. I'm nope. not sure um, she expected me to be, uh, to remain a tea girl. Uh, maybe she had plans for me, but I did not know. I had plans for myself. Right. I, I tell people I was a poor, stubborn, uh, stubborn, girl because yeah, had, i knew what i wanted i was poor but stubborn you had inherited stubborn. a nickname yes you had inherited a nickname i think it was like yeah. was it punda ah uh, yes uh, uh puna. puna punda is a donkey mm. a donkey 
uh, they used to say that I work like I worked like a donkey hmm. growing up um, in that area. Well, I was one of your greatest assets, I think. Yes, no. yes, 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 yeah. yes. Um, I, 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 I enjoy work. I don't want, uh, I don't like being idle. Yes. So you had mentioned a few moments ago that you were uh, abandoned by your uncle at age 14. You are still so grateful for everything that he did. And you talked about your mother and how you were given up early as a child. Um, and I was just blown away towards the back half of the book. You were talking about your mother and you were writing about um, her death. And you have this unbelievable capacity for forgiveness and for compassion. I mean, as I was reading your words, I was thinking you have so much empathy for what she must have been going through during that process shortly after you were born. Um, it's just, it's amazing to me. Um, so when you just said that about your uncle, you know, you mentioned something about how grateful you were, but also that he abandoned you. Um, mm -hmm. And it kind of brought back the memory of reading about your relationship with your mother. And, and just, again, I thought that was incredible how you wrote about your mom. Yes, uh, I never really, uh uh spent a lot uh a lot of time with the, my mom because um my dad died uh when i was uh about 3 years old and uh and uh my uncle picked me from my mom because we were we are seven seven children and uh, I am the fifth born. Hmm. So um, we were really suffering. So word uh, went out uh, to my father's people and uh, warning them to, to pick their kids, their children, um otherwise they would uh, pick dead dead bodies um because we were with the my mom uh, my mom and uh, she was struggling to make ends meet we were not going to school and uh, even my elder brothers uh who we are going to school when my dad was alive. Immediately he died, their school ended um, uh, there. So now for my mom, it was survival. It was, uh, it it was working hard to feed us because uh, to her, she chose for us to remain uneducated other than uh, having us die of anger. So that is when I, I, I was picked by and uh, taken uh, 
to where he was staying. And I was still very young. He also did not have uh, a family. Actually, I was like his firstborn. Mm. And, um, and uh, he married then the, the story is long. But um, particularly with my mom, uh, I saw her. I was young. Then I saw her again when I was um, a teenager. Then when I joined university, I saw her. And that is when she died. Hmm. Wow. What pain be, uh, uh, um, I never really uh, had so much connection, like bond with my mom, but you can't replace a biological mom, uh, parent with anything. Uh, um, we did not have that bond, but I knew I had a mother. I had a mother whom I had seen suffering, trying to 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 um, uh, sell food at uh, the 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 lake side where fishermen mm -hmm. selling food to the fishermen. I, I remember when I followed her to what uh, to, to to the place she was working that get, gave me the motivation to work hard and get my mom out of uh, that poverty and uh, that situation. Unfortunately, she passed on when I was uh, in his second year university. And unfortunately, again, I was not in the country when she passed on. I was um, uh, representing Uganda uh, at, at uh, games. I, I was a runner. I was an athlete. So, uh, we had East African University Games, so I had traveled to Kenya, a neighboring uh, country, East Africa, in East Africa, and uh, we had uh, East African University Games. I won. I won most uh, all of my games, um, my races. Um, to come back home, my mother had died and she had been buried. There was no communication at all. Mm. I, I went and got, uh, so, uh, and, and when I asked people, my brothers could not reach out to me because I was also struggling to make it in life. I was at university and uh, they had no way of communicating to mm. me. Wow. When I say poverty is bad, 
I have seen poverty rob me of my mother, rob me of my best friend at high school. She committed suicide because she wanted to pursue her education, hmm. higher education, but her guy, um, benefact, um, a guide, guide, guidean said, "You have to stop here. I don't have any money." And she was a bright girl, beautiful. So poverty has <laughs> uh, 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 robbed. Uh, I have seen uh, people dying yeah. because of wow wow so what are you doing now um because i know poverty was a big uh i want to call it a target you know but it was a very motivational force in your life to move away from this thing called poverty right it's a very mm -hmm. serious threat um so what are you doing today what are you up to now um to kind of combat that a little bit right Yes, um, I, I, I struggled through my education and uh, I, I, I completed, I graduated with the, a second class degree in social uh, sciences, uh, social administration and psychology. And so uh, I am now working uh, as a human resource uh, manager. I am also an inspirational speaker. I love to encourage people. I recently, years ago, I became uh, a certified coach, speaker, uh, and trainer with the John Maxwell team. I I have a passion which is uh, directly linked with my calling, uh, which is to inspire hope and transform life. I also run a foundation hmm. to support uh, girls from a vulnerable backgrounds. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Let's go back for a minute, Betty, if we can, because you talked about games and you were in track and you wrote a little bit about this. And then I, I it was so neat to see so many photos of you in the back of the book um, because you could instantly, you know, put a picture with some of the stories that you told, but I don't think you ever lost. <laughs> Look, you're fast, right? Um. Yes, uh, there uh, they were certainly um, better runners than me, but uh, uh, whenever I could get on um, on a track, uh, I, I my eye was in the uh, on the prize, hmm. so um, I, I I always tried um, my best, in fact, worked uh, to be the best 
and that um, kind of mentality is uh, has remained entrenched in my in my system. For everything I do, I want it uh, to be the best. Yeah, I love one of the quotes that I love so much was that I normally work as if my entire life depends on it, right? Oh, and yes. For you, it, it, it did. Is. It really did. It, it, it is. It, it, it depends on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 that is my, my, uh, today I was uh, talking uh to one of my coaches, animators, and uh, he told me, Betty, you have to pivot with your work ethic, desire, determination. Uh, you can, you can, you can achieve great greater things uh, more than you are uh, achieving right now. Hmm. And cited work ethic. Now, that is a person who knows me, who has seen me uh, get into the, the, the personal growth journey. I met him after the accident, and when I was uh, I was in this uh, big big PT party I had thrown for myself after the accident. <laughs> so yes, he was encouraging me to 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 do some things to get. Uh, to people what does that have anything to do with in the book something you mentioned very subtly but it resonated greatly with me and my own experiences you know when you're a fast learner you get bored easily so yes. does that have to do anything with that concept as far as your pivot is concerned yes yes and uh, he told me that um, that from the time he met me. Uh, I was in a class. I attended uh, several of his trainings. Uh, the uh, among the those were the public speaking training, and with the, <laughs> my speech was much slower than today. But I was attending a public speaking <laughs> training, and and uh, and he said, "When I look at you and the journey you have come uh, a long way, and I look at some of the people, some of the participants who were with you in that class." are still uh, um, finding their way. For you, you went, you discovered your purpose, you, um, you wrote a book, 
you became a certified uh, coach. Now you are running masterminds. Now you want to 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 uh, build a digital course on resilience. You are unstoppable, but um, that is because I don't want to be bored. I I get bored easily. Uh, um, if I am not um, in any environment where I am allowed to, to demonstrate my creativity, uh, I got uh, uh, I get uh, bored easily. So, do you ever? With all that activity and all the go, 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 do you ever take any time to kind of slow down, take a vacation, meditate, relax? Do you ever have any downtime? Uh, yes, uh, it is my area of improvement, hmm. um, a weakness area. Um, well, uh, I have a husband and three handsome uh, boys. <laughs> And um, my husband thinks that I take life so seriously, like <laughs> I am. It is ever um, serious. <laughs> no, Betty, don't so, ever let your husband talk to my wife because we're we're gonna be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I had. I identified that as an area of weakness. I love traveling. Hmm. I love traveling. And so um, once in a year, I, 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 I make sure I travel. Cool. And uh, because I get bored so easily, I want to to be in uh, a place where um, I am seeing a totally different perspective. I am always yearning to learn new things so that uh, I can uh, have something new uh, to, to share. So I, I, I like, I like, um, hmm. I like uh, traveling. Cool. But uh, once in a while, uh, we go out with the, my husband and uh, my family. But it it is an area I need to do better. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we could probably all use a little improvement in that area. I don't think <laughs> there's a lot of people who like just sitting still, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we're in the midst of this pandemic, right? And um, a lot of people are experiencing different emotions during this time. One of the th concepts, one of the ideas that you talked about in your book, which resonated so well with me, was that, I'm going to put this up on the screen. Um, you said, when you're feeling like you're being buried, you may not know that you are actually being planted. So can you mm -hmm. expand upon that a little bit right now? Because I, I think a lot of us a lot of the listeners and the watchers in the audience might be feel like, you know, might be feeling like they're being buried a little bit with just the entire global circumstance that we're all going through, right? Mm 
Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I love the um, quote of Jim. Um, uh, James Allen, Allen. Um, James Allen. Yeah. Yes. That says that uh, adversity introduces a man to in himself. Was yep. it the yep. one who said um, that adversity yep. introduces a man to himself? So when we are in the thick of challenges, obstacles, we do not, um, we do not, uh, think that it is actually making us better until we come out of it and uh, and uh, um, most people come out better uh, apart from uh, the ones uh, who decide to, to commit suicide. Uh, most people come out better. And that is why in my book, I say, I wonder uh, what I would have been at my life, not been uh, full of obstacles. Had hmm. I, I, I die grown up with the, both my parents, I wonder if I would be this compassionate. Had I grown up, in the, uh, a rich family, uh, would I be this um, uh, careful and uh, caring about other people? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, you and, asked that question in the book, Betty. You said, you know, what would have happened had I had a normal life, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, but whatever. Uh, Either uh, whether you have had a good life or a, 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 um, a hard life, one thing I know for sure is no situation is permanent. Even this COVID-19, it is there. It will also pass. <laughs> and will he, will he, uh, talk about it in the history yes so sure. what i encourage people uh, to do is to to look for a silver lining to anchor on yes look for a positive thing, something positive to keep you going. Otherwise, you cannot put up with the everything, every negativity, if uh, you don't uh, uh, take control of your mind uh, and whatever you feed it with. And uh, yes, this Betty you see now, it was uh, broad, 
made by obstacles. Mm. Yeah. And that is why even uh, my my uncle's wife, I don't hate her. In fact, uh, 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 I'm in good terms with her. Wow. She calls me daughter. Wow. That woman put me through a lot. Emotional torture, physical torture, mental torture. A name of all tortures she put me. But I decided to look at the positive side of what became. Uh, it is um, that skill of brewing I learned from her. And that skill of brewing local potent gin is the one which got me school fees to go back to school when I was abandoned. So how can I blame the person? Yes, the method was wrong. I, I don't condone. <laughs> I don't condone. Uh, um, uh mothers or uh, guardians uh, torturing anyone because uh, maybe i'm different but yes the method was crude but uh the product is quite fine <laughs> i'm happy. <laughs> i'm happy about the product and I have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I think, you know, you're, you're hitting, you're touching upon such an important lesson because it's, you know, what we focus on, you know, mm. we feel and we'll find it in our environment. And yeah. same, you know, you're talking about COVID-19, but at the same time, you're talking about your, um, is it's not your, is it your uncle's wife? Um, yes. You can, you can look back and you can focus on all the negative things, mm. you know, or you can find that one silver lining, like you're suggesting and focus on that. And now mm. look at where your relationship is. And mm. I, I can't imagine how difficult that was to, to, to focus on that one thing versus all the other things. Um, however, but look at how that's empowered you. You know, look at that, what that's done to your relationship. And I'm sure it's done, you know, so much for her too. I mean, there's, mm. there's some real power in all of that. So I think that's a really mm. important lesson that we have this ability to focus, choose what we focus on. Yes. You know, incredibly difficult at times. I, again, I can't appreciate the things that you went through. What an amazing example that you've set with that one thing. And you look back and you apply, you know, you, you look at then COVID and it's like, you know what? You know, there's a, there's a lot worse things in the world. <laughs> you know? Yes. So, yeah, it's amazing. Actually, uh, at the beginning of COVID-19, and uh, when we were locked, uh, when we went into a total lockdown, and people were complaining, I, I, I said to my colleagues, use this time to better yourself, yes? Come up with a, a COVID-19 growth plan so that <laughs> yeah uh, um, at the end of covid 19 
uh, period, you can attribute something. Amen. Um, uh, something that changed right. in your life to COVID-19 positively. Yes. So I, I told them to come up with the personal growth plans and name them COVID-19 uh, personal growth plan. What are you targeting to, to improve during this time? Love you it. A, a lot of time. I am an HR um, uh, professional. Um, employees like complaining about uh, not work-life balance. So we were all automatically um, required to work from home. Who is complaining about work-life balance anymore? <laughs> Isn't that what everyone wanted all along was to work? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, now, now uh, uh, people will always find things to complain about. But intentional people, intentional people who are very clear about what they want. And that is why I I, uh, I talked about the the three Ds, yes, dreams, decisions, and determination, yes, yep. drive uh, success. It has driven uh, success in my own life. Yeah. And I can't begin to tell you how much um, COVID-19 has taught me. Of course, I, 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 um, I'm not happy that uh, it, it happened, yes? But uh, my nature, my DNA is wired in such a way that I look at a bad thing, I, I try to look for the good in everything. Yeah. For the sanity of my, my mind, because you can't fail get a bad and a negative thing in um, in the world so yeah i think you have to get to a place cuz i'm with you on that a few years ago i realized that you know one of the questions that i was constantly asking myself about everything in my environment was like what's wrong with this what's wrong with that what's wrong with this person or this thing mm -hmm. and it's very easy as human beings you know we can get offended very easily and but something shifted in me because i i think i started valuing happiness and inner peace um and kindness oh. over you know being right or being offended all the time or whatever it was but it's just mm -hmm. a small shift and now if I see something that upsets me, instead of thinking what's wrong with that, my brain kind of kicks in and says, well, what about that is right? You know, what's right about that or what's good about that? Mm -hmm. And for me, that was a major pivot point in my life, uh, just a big transition point just for my own mental health and sanity is when I could mm -hmm. catch that automatic response to whatever it was in the environment that was causing it and say, well, hold on a minute. I don't want to feel that way any longer. You know, what mm -hmm. about that is right? Uh, what about that is good? 
And when you focus on that, you obviously mm. feel a lot better. Your actions are a lot more effective. You contribute on a whole, you know, higher level. Um, mm. I think you're touching upon something very important there. I'm mm. curious, Betty, have you read The Alchemist? Yes. Uh, the Alchemist by Paulo Coelho? Not yet. Okay. So there's a small section of the book where Santiago, the main character, who is on this journey to discover his purpose, he works at a crystal shop. And it's not his thing, but he contributes greatly to the store owner. And he kind of, he, he's not sure. He's saving up money to get back home because he's kind of halfway through his journey. But he's also thinking about, you know, what else do I need to do to move on and proceed? Anyways, I feel like we're all in a crystal shop right now with this pandemic. We're all just kind of biding our time. And we have this option now to either work on ourselves and improve ourselves and invest in our personal growth and development and come out on the other side of this thing better, stronger, faster than we ever could imagine we were before, or we're going to be the same person we we were you know, before the pandemic started, right? Um, so, yes. I, so I love that message. I think it's so powerful. And you talked about the status quo in the book. You talked about the status quo. It's such a powerful force, right? Because it kind of just keeps us comfortable, complacent, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that might be. Well, here comes the pandemic and it's really shifted and broken up the status quo, I think, for many of us. Yes. So, yes. yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I've got two more questions for you, Betty. If someone wanted to find you online, they wanted to find your book, um, where can we find out where you are? Okay. Um, they can find me, uh, find my book, this book, Against All Odds, www. Against all odds dot life. Against all odds dot awesome. awesome. Then also I am a fan of Facebook. Uh, they can uh, find me on Facebook. Uh, um, Betty Ogiel and uh, all my social media handles. Uh, uh, Betty Ogiel, uh, awesome. Ogiel uh, in Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks, Betty. Awesome. Thank you for being here. This was so fun, and it was so exciting to meet you after reading your just amazing memoir. Um, so I appreciate you being here on the show today. Thank you, thank you for having me. And uh, I also host um, as part of my giving back to the society. I host Against All Odds Talks. Cool. Yes, on a monthly basis. And the next one is uh, on the 1st of August. Awesome. I normally... I normally share it, uh, the, uh, the details on my Facebook. So uh, those who will be following uh, me will be able to, 
to find uh, that information. I also yes, um, run a foundation which supports uh, supports the Ninde girls to attain an education. Awesome. And what's the name? Is it, is it the Betty O'Gale Foundation? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Great. Great. All right. So if there's one message you'd like to leave the listeners, the watchers of this show, Betty, what would it be today? Um, nothing is permanent in this world. Not even you and me. We are just here for a short time and we will go. So no situation in life is permanent. I was poor, I was destitute, but now I am here. Then the second one is this. If you want to live a legacy after you have gone, add value, to someone else, S uh, find someone who needs help and support them. Be a lifter. My 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 mentor, John Maxwell, says, success. It's what we do for ourselves. Significance mm. is what we do for others. So uh, let's all uh, join together and uh, be significant to other people. You can contribute in a you are unique way to someone's life. Even a word of encouragement, a positive word can lift a life up and transform a life. It is not about money only. It is not about um, uh, status. It is about having a heart an authentic heart of you. Awesome. Awesome. Beautiful message, Betty. Thank you so much. And thanks again for being with us here on the show today. We appreciate it. Thank you, you for having me. And God bless you. All right, Sean here again. Thanks so much for joining us this week. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to my podcast so you can catch future episodes. Also, go ahead and give it an honest rating so you can let other people know what you thought of the show. Take care and make it a great day.